Welcome to the astonishing and unexpected adventures of Ace Tucker, Space Trucker! Last time on Ace Tucker Space Trucker. You have arrived. Where are we? I'm pretty sure we're in Tennessee. Hands on the steering wheel, please. Hands uh, I think it's talking wheel. to you, Ace. Please. You're in the driver's hands. seat. Yeah, I know. Just like kind of resent it hands. saying hands. That shiny hands. shot off my right hand. Oh, well, I guess wheel. one hand will have please. to do. Hands. Here goes. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm beginning to understand now. And now, time travel. Time, travel. time itself. Self. It's next stop. The Galactic Galleria. The Galactic Galleria has the distinction of being the largest shopping mall in the entire Milky Way galaxy. Ace's first stop is Proton's popular prosthetics, where a jovial mutant named Xandar sells Ace a brand new, top-of-the-line, five-fingered humanoid hand. I think you will find it is of the finest Valdovian craftsmanship. <laughs> Valdovian? Huh? Man, is there anything those guys don't make? Well, they are the galaxy's best engineers. Yeah, this looks good. Right over here, and I will ring you up. <laughs> but before I do, we are running a special on laser proofing. Sure, whatever. Okay, uh, one moment, please, while I apply the laser proof coating. <laughs> laser proofing. Okay, you're all set, friend. Enjoy your new appendage. <laughs> I was able to get into a program called the Chronomicon. Yeah, the shiny man said he had one of those. Yes, it's a system for reading events of the past and the future. Whoa. The Chronomicon keeps mentioning dates in the future where Elvis does all this crazy <laughs> He's totally alive. We're somehow responsible for everything. We're responsible for getting him off world and faking his death. We're responsible for planting the caddy in the master bedroom, all of it. Let's go save Elvis and tear that shiny <laughs> a new <laughs> So, we go back and save Elvis from getting turned into hamburger by the shiny man. How? Well, I have an idea. I'm not sure it'll work, but we have to give it a shot. Having a 1959 Cadillac Eldorado Ritz souped up with a time machine from the future sure is handy. With a punch of a few buttons, Ace Tucker could go anywhere in all of space and time. 
As tempting as that might be, Old Ace Tucker had a plan to rescue Elvis Presley from certain death. But first, Ace needed to convince Elvis in 1977 to fake his own death. To do that, Ace and the gang needed to procure a mind tap from Ivan Chimpanov's friend, Bleeblorp. Wow, that thing is a mind tap? Yeah, when Elvis looks into this gadget, his brain will be flooded with a perfect three-dimensional and quadraphonic vignette depicting the horrors of the temporal ward with Andromeda. Well, it looks just like a Viewmaster. Yeah, what? You know, it's a kid's toy where you put these little discs in the thing and you hold it up to your eyes and the pictures are all stereoscopic and stuff. Uh, never mind. That mind tab looks just like one, though. Yeah, well, I'll have to take your word for it. Okay, now that we have the mind tap, we need to go back in time and make sure each key point that resulted in our current timeline plays out the way it has before. Yeah, I'm not really sure it matters what order we do it in. I mean, we have a time machine, right? Look. How do we know if we do things outside of the order it's listed in the Chronomicon, it won't, I don't know, make a butterfly with nine heads in two million years? There already is a butterfly with nine heads on Zaxxon 6. Yeah, I thought you were smarter now because of the nanobots. I am smarter now. Wait, are you implying I was some sort of idiot before? <coughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I swear to God, Ivan, I can totally kick your ass now. All I have to do is move the bots into my arms and I can kick your ass. Oh, yeah? Yeah, try it. Guys, please. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. This is kind of how we make all navigation decisions. We always fight about it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of our process. Okay, good, because I thought I was going to have to turn a hose on you boys. So for the record, I'm with Ace. If is in that thing in some sort of an order, we should follow it. Who knows? Maybe someone in the future put it in there so we would follow it like breadcrumbs, you know? Breadcrumbs? What do you mean? You know, like Hansel and Gretel. A trail for us to follow? Come on! Ivan, didn't you say you had a media archive from Earth? Yeah! My stash! Yeah! There aren't any fairy tales in there? Brothers Grimm? Ringing any bells? Yeah, uh, I guess not! Okay, well, when this thing is over, I'm taking you boys to school! Anyway, the point is that maybe that stuff is in there explicitly for us to follow! So things work out correctly, you know? My point exactly! <laughs> Makes sense to me, monkey man! Yeah, okay. I guess I'm outnumbered then. We do it in order. So, Sacagawea, what's our first stop? Wait, you know Sacagawea, but you don't know Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, I have a few history shows in my stash. Sue me, eh? Here, uh, let me bring up the Chronomicon. Okay, yeah, here's the pages I was looking at earlier. It's mostly gibberish to me, but here, right here, it is easy to read. It says Ace Tucker, Ivan Chimpanov, April Massey, Hank. 2017, 2384, 2010, 1977, 1935, and 1936. What the f is that? It's just a bunch of dates. I'm pretty sure those are the key years where we have to do stuff to make this all play out properly. Okay. 
Obviously, 2017 is where we came from, and Elvis said 2384 is the year the sandwich dude invented the time machine. So what about the rest? Ah, well, 1977 is the year Elvis faked his death. Oh, yeah, and 1935 is the year he was born. Yeah, 1936 is the year Betty blew up after Ace jumped us ahead one year. I was fighting for my life. Yeah, I know. So what about 2010? Well, I can tell you one thing important happened in 2010. What? Mustache Palooza. That can't be a coincidence that it appears right after the date when time travel is invented. Yup. I hope you guys save some room for sandwiches because our first stop is the Zimmizons in 2384. Okay, why? Well, if we're gonna turn the Cadillac into a time machine and leave it in the master bedroom of Graceland for my former self to find, we're gonna need a time drive. Are you serious? You think we can just get the geek who invented the time drive to hand us over one? Yup, that's exactly what we're going to do. How are you gonna do that? Huh, I'm going to get him laid. Mustache Palooza was the stuff of legends, even in the 24th century. When Ace met Dino Valdeznuts, the inventor of the time drive, in the back of the Zimizons in the year 2384, it took zero amount of arm twisting to get Dino to agree to come along. Dino quickly built a second working version of his newly invented time drive for Ace. <laughs> Then, he wrote out instructions for his boss to use the original he left behind. If y'all need a refresher course on the hows and whys time travel was invented, you best go back and listen to episode 9. Anyway, Ace was glad he didn't have to strongarm the geeky Valdovian, because Dino had four of them. All Ace had to do was show Dino his all-access mustache supernova backstage pass. Their next stop was Mustache Palooza, one of the most infamous rock concerts in the history of the galaxy. So, is it true that two million people attended the concert? Mm. Yup. And, and after the show, everyone backstage had to be naked the whole time, yeah? The band, the crew, and, um, the groupies? Yeah, all naked. That's right. Yeah, and Nova Johnson rigged the beverage system so that every drink served was spiked with turbo ecstasy. So it turned into a giant orgy. Yeah, that's what the history books say. I wasn't part of the Mustache Supernova road crew at the time of Mustache Palooza. It was before me and Ivan joined, but I'm familiar with all the details of the concert-turned-four-day orgy. It went down as the greatest rock and roll party in history, responsible for 600 births and more than a thousand cases of herpes Googleplex 14. Knees McGuffin, the drummer of Mustache Supernova, lost an eye on day three. No one was exactly sure how it happened, but a polygendered Deladon was suspected as the two were inseparable during the fray. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. You have arrived. 
Okay, we're in the loading bay behind the arena. This is my all-access mustache supernova crew pass. You know these things are damn near impossible to get. Oh yes, yes, I know. I have read all the mustachian legends. Okay, well, you go have fun now. And thanks for the time drive. You're helping to save the galaxy, you uh -huh. know? Bye! Whoopee! So, are we gonna stick around for the concert? No. By all accounts, the show itself was terrible. The band was so loaded they could barely play. It's only the orgy that makes the history books. We'll go to a good one soon, I promise. Okay, so what do we do now? Well, we've got to build a time machine into another caddy in 1977, so it will be waiting for us in 2017. My guess is when we hook up this one, it's going to have to get updated so it will behave just like the one we have in the trunk now. Remember, the original model only goes 30 minutes in the past. What makes you think that will work? There's an extra cable in the trunk with a label on it that says, Attached to Clone Time Drive. What? That's super weird. How do you even know that? I saw it when Elvis opened the trunk while we were on Betty. Come on, I'll show you. Come around to the back of the trunk. See, right there, next to the crazy swirly time drive powering the Cadillac, there's a cable running from the sidewall with a little white plastic tag that says, attached to clone time drive. Told you. That can't be a coincidence. Yeah. I'm thinking none of this is. Someone left that there for us. And that time drive thing is crazy to look at. Ah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to plug that cable into the time drive Dino just gave us. Yo, damn it. The cable shocked me in my new hand. I just bought this thing. Better not have messed it up. Whoa, did you guys see that? My hand glowed for a second. No, I missed it. I'm trying not to look. Everything in that trunk makes my brain hurt. Ah. Yeah, I didn't see it either. I'm too short to see in the trunk. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> well, whatever. Looks like no harm done. I'm gonna grab the cable a little further back where the shielding is better. There. Okay, now to hook the second time drive up. There. Okay, so there's that. Now what? So according to Elvis, a few aliens show up at Graceland on August 16th, 1977, help him fake his death and get him the hell off Earth. So we'll have to do all that. Then we'll build a time machine out of his prized Cadillac, stash it in the master bedroom of Graceland, and install the force field security system and transdimensional lift. How the f*** are we gonna do all that? Well, we're going to follow the instructions in the manual in the caddy's computer. There's step-by-step -step instructions in there, pictures and everything. After another quick jump through space time, the caddy emerges in Memphis, Tennessee on August 16th, 1977. There is the beginning of the eventual suburban sprawl up and down Elvis Presley Boulevard, but nothing like the buildup in 2017. The KFC April would eventually work at in the future was just a clump of trees in a small field. Man, this is so freaky! Everything looks so different! Yeah, I gotta admit, I'm sad there's no KFC. I could go for some chicken now. 
Wow! Yeah, you know, 1977 was the year the Ramones released Rocket to Russia. Man, that's their best album, man. Oh, they're out there right now. Oh, they're probably getting ready for a show at CBGB's or something. Man, we have to go when this is all over. Yeah. Let's try to stay on task here, okay? Yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, I got a little excited, okay? Yeah, okay, so how are we going to do this thing with Elvis? Well, for one, you and Hank are going to have to stay out of sight. We don't have dazzlers to disguise you. I guess Hank can get by if he stays quiet, but a chimpanzee walking around might turn a few heads. I saw a thrift store up the road a piece. Maybe Hank can sneak in there and steal you a disguise, Ivan. Yeah, good one. Then you guys are going to have to steal the Cadillac and bring it back here so we can soup it up. Sounds good, Lace. Will do. Where are you guys going? Me and April are going to pretend to be agents from the future. Well, in all fairness, we kind of are, you know. But didn't Elvis say something about the people looking like feds or undercover cops or something? Yeah, good point. But we better look the part. Maybe the three of us can go into the store then. Me and you get suits and distract the staff while Hank sneaks out with something Ivan can wear so he won't attract too much attention. Yeah, okay. In the meantime, I'll start reading through the manual on how to build the time machine into the other Cadillac. You can read the whole manual? Yeah, yeah, it's just a variation on standard High Valdovian mixed with a little Hyperbian. It's like a pigeon dialect. Yeah, it started making sense last time you showed us the dates. Remember, I'm real good with languages. Boy, I'll say, even with my translator implant and the bots pumping up my cerebellum, I'm still a little fuzzy on a lot of things. I was gonna use the pictures. Yeah, well, that's why you have me, my friend. Yeah. The gang sets up shop in an abandoned barn. And while Ivan pours over the instruction manuals, Ace, April, and Hank walk down to Mildred's second-hand clothes. A fat woman in a sundress stands behind a glass and metal counter. She is smoking a cigarette. And from the looks of the ashtray loaded with dozens of crushed butts, it was her main job. A small cathode ray tube television sits on the corner. The TV has two long metal antennae sticking out from the top, and the woman fidgets with them every few seconds. Come on, Damon. Let me see my stories in peace. Uh, oh, there we go. I can see you now, Andy Griffith. You fine hunk of sheriff, you. Hey, you can't bring that dog in here. Oh, sorry, ma'am. My mistake. Uh, go on, boy. Uh, wait out here. You better cut that boy out. Oh, oh, that's a good, uh, friend. Wait here, and we'll be out in a minute, okay? <laughs> Thanks, pal. God, these are so awful. I don't know. They look kind of cool to me. This? A tweed sports coat with elbow patches? You think this is kind of cool? Well, no. That looks like something a funeral director would wear. I'm gonna defer to your judgment here. You're the one familiar with the styles of the time. How old do you think I am, dude? I, uh, I don't know. 
Ice really had no idea. Until recently, the only human women he'd ever seen were actors in TV shows and movies. He realized he had no actual context for how to gauge a woman's age. Yet, something in the back of his mind told him it was dangerous to even try. Like he was about to step into a trap. Um, uh, I'm 26. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about you? You know, I'm not really sure. I was raised in an orphanage, and they'd never seen a human baby before. So they based my age off the closest analog species. Okay, so how old? 67. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no, no, no way, dude. Not unless you're some kind of Benjamin Button. I'd peg you for maybe 28. 30 at the most, but that'd be pushing it. Oh, okay. Come back here, you son of a bitch cat! You can't talk to me that way, you box! <laughs> Come here! <laughs> at that very moment, Hank busts into the thrift store, chasing a black cat. Clothing racks and fur fly everywhere in the chaos that ensues. Oh, Ace, grab him! Got him! Hey, get off of me! Let me go! Let me out of Let me out of the cat! April, grab some clothes! Let's get the hell out of here! Okay, okay, got some, go! Stop, please! Oh, stop! I'm calling the cops! I'm calling the cops! Tune in next time for another installment of Ace Tucker Space Trucker! For access to all the music used in this episode, as well as Ace Tucker Space Trucker merchandise and uncensored versions of episodes, visit acetuckerspacetrucker.com.